0: Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And we're going to get right into it with a little bit of Virgil Ortiz. He's going to be facing uh, Aymantos Staniones on July 8th. Just confirmed, Sean Jones says in boxingnews24.com that Unburton, Unburton, Unbeaten Virgil Ortiz Jr. will return to the ring on July 8th after a long-term bout with COVID to challenge WBA regular welterweight champion Imanos Stanionis. The two will meet at College Park Center in Arlington, Texas, in the U.S. of A. And uh, what a, what, a, what about that's going to be? According to Mike Coppinger, the 25-year-old Ortiz is 19-0, 19 knockouts has been battling COVID off and on since 2020, and it just keeps coming back on him again and again, sadly. Uh, Though Ortiz feels great uh, now, it's difficult to know how much COVID took out of him. Some people are never the same after a vicious bout with COVID. In Ortiz's case, he's struggled with it for three years now. So we'll see about that and see what impact that has. Uh, The bout... Has already been postponed twice, and hopefully there won't be a third time. Both fighters have been inactive for the past year, and it's unclear how sharp they'll be. Stanionas for his party, 14 and 0 with nine knockouts, says so his own physical problems dealing with an emergency appendectomy last January. If not for that, Ortiz and Stanionis would have fought each other back on March 18th. So there you go. A bit of news at the Virgil Ortiz camp, and let's see if that fight happens or not. Now we're going to move along to Eddie Hearn, who has a couple of things to say about a couple of fighters. First thing he has to say is in regards to Canelo Alvarez. So, according to BoxingScene.com, Eddie Hearn realizes Canelo Alvarez can easily jump ship to a rival outfit if he cannot deliver on his star charges lofty requests. Alvarez, the undisputed 168-pound champ from Mexico, has technically operated as a free agent for the past several years, but is nonetheless most preferred to work with Hearn's matchroom. Alvarez, 32 years old, is coming off a clear points win over London's John Ryder last week, as we all know, in front of more than 50,000 screaming fans down in Alvarez's hometown of Guadalajara, Mexico. It was the sixth main event Alvarez had headlined under the matchroom banner. Alvarez has repeatedly insisted his next goal is to fight light heavyweight titleist Dimitri Bivol in a rematch. Alvarez lost by unanimous decision to Bivol last May in what was Alvarez's second shot at a light heavyweight title. Hearn has penciled in Bivol-Alvarez for September 16th in Las Vegas, by the way. But in a recent interview, Hearn made it clear that Alvarez will entertain other offers uh, if his team cannot come to terms with Bivol or a similarly appealing fight. So recently, uh, Bivol demanded that the rematch take place at 168 for Alvarez's belt, rather than a 170 fight, where Beville holds the WBA belt. Alvarez has demanded, for his part, precisely the inverse, saying a fight at 168 would draw. Anyway, Hearn said, uh, we've got the fight in September that we're planning. If we can't deliver a Demetri Beville fight, we'll present him with other options. If we can't get him to Demetri Bival, or if he doesn't like this other option, I'm sure he'll talk to other people. So we'll have to deliver what he wants. As always, it's not a case of Canelo. You're fighting this person him and Eddie Renanso come to me and say, this is what we want you to do. And that instruction was clear. John Ryder and Dimitri Bivol. We talked in the changing room after the fight on Saturday. The instructions were exactly the same. Ryder's now been ticked. Now we have to try and make the Dimitri Bivol fight and talks are ongoing. Moving along to another interesting uh, Eddie Hearn story. When uh, the, this is out of my, uh, my friends out of Bad Left Hook, a good boxing page, if you want to find some interesting information. Patrick Sternberg says this. When the British Boxing Board of Control ordered Fabio Wardley to defend his heavyweight title against Fraser Clark earlier this month, both men expressed their enthusiasm for the matchup. It seemed the feeling wasn't universal. As Eddie Hearn alleges that boxer pulled big phrase out of the purse bid hmm hang on says the author i need to go make a reality stupid joke about this the myth of mutual consent boxing fighter a consent fighter b i consent (laughs) promoter i don't (laughs) isn't there somebody you forgot to ask that's pretty funny okay there we go Clark, who's 6-0, by the way, five knockouts, basically broke the news to IFL TV yesterday in the UK. Breathlessly insisting that he wanted to fight, uh, but insinuating that things weren't uh, going as planned behind the scenes. So Wardley, who's 16-0, 15 knockouts, is understandably miffed, especially since Clark's 258 management team reportedly pushed to enforce the mandatory fight in the first place. Big Phrase will instead stay busy against Harry Armstrong, 5-1-1. And Box, Rec, Box Rec's number 316 heavyweight on their list. And Boxer's June 10th Adam Azim versus Arm Fanyan show. So there's obviously a lot to this saga that we're not privy to. Boxer's Ben Shalom recently claimed that he offered Wardley his career highest payday for the Clark fight, though Wardley alleged that he was, uh, he was offered less than he got for his last fight with Michael Coffey. Much like Jose Ramirez turning down a shot at Regis Progress, though pulling out before the bid even happens is a punk move of the highest order. So, is having 31-year-old Olympic medalist Clark continue to fight tomato cans like Armstrong? And while we're at it, especially since Shalom threw 258 under the bus when criticized for Clark's other terrible mismatches. Ouch. So there's more going on behind the scenes than and you and I really are privy to. Uh, but these writers keep digging it up. So it's good stuff to have. Anyway, another interesting news, just as a sidebar here, uh, regarding the Lawrence Coley and Chris Billum-Smith fight set to take place in Bournemouth, uh, the stadium administrators are exp- expected to expand capacity to 15,000 for the WBO world title fight. Uh, Bournemouth's Vitality Stadium will expand its capacity to 15,000 seats for the Ocoli-Bilham-Smith Cruiserweight World Title Fight. And that will be a record for a non-football-soccer slash event at the ground, uh, which will be uh, shown, by the way, live on Sky Sports, and that's a May 27th date. Around the world, we go over to uh, Bob Aram, Tyson Fury's promoter says... Uh, that he's confirmed negotiations are underway for an undisputed title fight with Alexander Usyk, set to take place in Saudi Arabia, despite the Gypsy King shooting down claims on social media. Fury took to Instagram last month to describe plans for a blockbuster bout with Usyk in the Middle East as bullshit, despite the Ukrainian's team stating that talks were still underway. However. Aram's recent comments have given fans hope that a fight to unify the division for the first time since Lennox Lewis did so by beating Evander Holfield back in 1999 will finally take place. Uh, Aram said, I've talked to a representative skills challenge who put on these boxing events in Saudi Arabia. We know these people. We've worked for them in connection with the Jake Paul and Tommy Fury fight. We, so we know who the players are. Had some very interesting talks with them so will that happen according to bob harem he says it's going to happen and it certainly makes sense if you can plug it in with the uh big aj fight as well so we'll see what that's going to happen right. moving on to the final news story of the day i just want to leave you with a quick little quote uh I encourage you our friend stephen butler canadian who's going up against Janibek um canuli the undefeated wbo middleweight champ Janibek Kwazak style lm canuli he's 13-0 eight knockouts He's facing Stephen Butler, he's 32-3-1, 26 knockouts. And they had their final press conference the other day uh, for their championship bout. This thing would take place at Stockton Arena in Stockton, California. And Stephen Butler had this to say, I'm going to shock the world. He's making a big mistake by thinking he's already beaten me. He has a big fight in his hands on Saturday. I'm going to hurt him. Mark my words. You know, Other fights upcoming, by the way, include uh, uh, we're going to see Raleigh Romero go toe-to-toe this Saturday, WBA super lightweight title. The following week, we're going to see Devin Haney go up against Lomachenko for the undisputed lightweight title. That's pretty good. Uh, Nagatani versus Angel Maloney for the WBO junior bantamweight title. Uh, same night, Chantel Cameron going up against Katie Taylor, the undisputed female at 140 pounds. And a week after that, Uh, Luis Alberto Lopez is going up against Michael Conlon. So we've got, uh, oh, for my friends over in Nottingham, I see Mauricio Lara and uh, Lee Wood for the WB featherweight title, May 27th. There we go. That's the same night that Lawrence Acoli, by the way, is fighting what I just mentioned, the Chris Billum-Smith fight taking place down in Bournemouth for the WBO cruiserweight title. So there you go. Bit of news, bit of updates, bit of uh, rumour going on behind the scenes. All for your pleasure, benefit, entertainment. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, to like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. When I join Mike Gore and Cedric Ben for their show, Knuckle Up, and then 7 p.m. I think we're having the uh, panel tonight, but I'll have to confirm that via fans. As it seems, several guys are out of town uh, covering matches. Anyway, thanks for joining me. We'll see you later on. Bye bye.